the fool says in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt, doing abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. Psalm 53, verse 1. It's interesting. The first line of this psalm is almost the exact uh, repetition of Psalm 14, where it says, The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Uh, I think that these uh, should appeal to the modern sensibility, the contemporary person, uh, because we've been living in a time where uh, the truth of the Bible has been attacked uh, by the, the wise people of our own time. So I write, as faith in science grew in the 19th century, the wise men of those times turned the psalmist declaration upside down. The fool to them is he who says God exists. But what is the track record? On one side, God is love, while on the other side, stockpiles of weapons of mass destruction have accumulated. In other words, the science of the last 200 years has brought great gifts to mankind, but it's also great uh, the, the kind of the possibility of our destroying ourselves has come along with it. And it's always been through the um, use of science and technology to create atomic bombs and things of that nature. Um, but the, the idea that uh, there is no God is the uh, Dostoevsky, and I think I said this before, says, uh, if there is no God, then all things are possible. And that's not a positive remark because Dostoevsky of all the 19th century novelists understood sinful nature as well as anybody. Yeah. Well, and so we see then this declaration that, uh, as you've described science, it's amoral. Uh, it can either be used for good or bad. And it's uh, suppositions going in will determine whether it's good or bad. Uh, generally, the, the world of science has assumed that there is no God. So there is no understanding where those who are very gifted in the world of science who start with a creator God who has put the the raw stuff of science in place and the order that's in our universe end up being able to go down the science path worshiping God and acknowledging mm -hmm. how great he is and so in some ways it's a reminder that everything has the potential of being a place of worship or a place of rejection of the living God. So I have a, a question for you. You said that it's kind of uh, science is amoral, and that's its claim. Um, but it also has a moral aspect to it. It's a better way of, uh, of understanding reality, of understanding everything. And, and moral is, is, has something to do with good and bad. Well, that's, it. that's just it. It's amoral. So the presupposition that this is a better way has already taken on a, a moral declaration. Exactly. And standing up against God and, instead of saying, wow, look what science helps us better understand of God and how incredible he is. And you know, some of this is our own fault in the Christian faith because uh, we took on certain categories of science explanation in the creation accounts that put us at odds with science right from the beginning when we didn't have to go there. The, 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 the biblical text is not a scientific text. It's a theological text. 
it's reporting history, but from a theological angle. And what we did in those moments is we created a war uh, that we weren't going to be able to win because it was a false war. Mm. It was a battle that didn't need to be there. Now there's great scientists who understand better the scriptures from their theological perspective that see how, in many ways, those theological declarations are affirming what we are finding in science today.